Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 386, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? Good evening, parts. How's those allergies? Back in check? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, sneeze and cough once in a while, but not yeah. like last week. Well, that's better, at least. How's everything else going? Very well. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. You, you made some uh, some good dough on the Saturday game? Did you Did you, Did you? you chuckle when you saw that? I saw that. <laughs> you said you were playing, but like, are you, did you play good or you just got your points? Nah, you gotta well, you gotta play good to get points. Well, no, but it's the whole group though, right? No, nah, I won the single. Oh, you were the the best individual, so you played well. Yeah, I won the individual, we won the team, and I won a skin. That's good. So you don't have to score well to do well in that. You just have to have a lot of good holes. Because you could blow up. You can make three eights, but if you make three birdies, you're gonna have a you good can't run. you yeah, you can't even make eights because you pick up at a six you pick up at a double. You can only make a point on a on a bogey. Right, but what I'm saying is, like, if you were keeping legit score, mm-hmm. even if you shot like 51 on the front, but you had three pars and a birdie, you'd be yeah. okay. Yeah, I mean that would be very bad playing on the other five holes. Right, but certainly possible. It's not out of the realm of possibility. How did you play? You played good though overall. Yeah, I, shot, good yeah, I played. I played really well. We're playing. We because we, me and Kirk got paired up with these two guys, and. The last time I played, I was just I was terrible. I played with Kurt. I was like ninety seven, just yeah, just, hit, just off him. So the guy in the tee, hey, don't laugh at us. I'm like, yeah, I appreciate if you wouldn't do the same. I said because <laughs> I suck. So start off number one with a patented double. Yep, there you go. Well, you know what? I couldn't even find my. I had a, I had to pick up. I had a lost ball. I hit a drive to the right, and then I hit my second shot, and it clipped the tree, and it came right down. And you can't find it in the Bermuda rough. Oh, just buried. It's so like, thick right now yeah. that you have to like basically walk over it. Like you can't see it from ten yards now. It just settles to the bottom. It just goes to the bottom. Sometimes it sets up like yeah. on a tee and it's perfect, but it goes to sound like all right, I'm out. So I'm here. We go starting the right off with the double pards, and then I went par bogey. Got up and down on the par three. I hit a little gap wedge Ooh. bump and run to about eight feet, and I made my putt for a par. Oh, you must have loved that with the chipping. I yeah. was very, and it was like. Donald Ross Green's baby. I mean, I hit the perfect chip, and it went up, and then rolled past the hole, and then went eight feet past it. I'm like, I can't hit a chip better. It's just impossible yeah. to get it close. Then so the next hole, hit a drive down the middle, hit my shot up to the green. The old guy goes to me and Kurt, God, you guys are good. I just went, <laughs> I actually did a beauty. Nobody has a clue, but it was just, 
it had to have been done, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was just, God, you guys are good, B. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Parge. There's still a lot of sevens oh, in my bag. There's a lot of double bogeys to be had. So I'm I'm playing well. I'm like, I look at Kurt. I'm like, I think, you know, it, a par, 18's a par five. Yeah. I'm like, I'd really like to roll in a par just to solidify it, because I think I'm in the money. So I come right across my – as soon as I hit my driver, I knew this thing's gone, right? I came right across it. Oh, I hit it, pushed it out to the right, gone. Way right, gone. So I'm in the middle of 10 fairway. So I'm like, all right, guys, I'll see you on the green. So Kurt's like, you're going to play it just up 10? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, because I don't know what the tree situation is for my third shot. Mm-hmm. So I end up hitting a 7-iron back over the trees, middle of, middle of 18 fairway. I got – Pitch and wedge, but there's a little bit of wind in my face. So I take a nine iron and I hit it and I'm staring at it and I do the cocky twirl. Like I'm seven under. I do the cocky twirl. All of a sudden, all three guys are giving me golf claps because I stiffed it. Yeah. I had about a six footer and I made my birdie. I finished with a freaking birdie after driving it onto the 10th fairway. And that so was your birdies worth four points. Oh, okay. Nice. So I was plus three. I ended plus seven. That's very good. With and that what, being said, Saturday, I'm screwed skin? now. Was yeah, that, that won the skin because I had a I had a four net three. Oh, you got the you got a shot there. Very nice. So now you're screwed for this week coming up. You yeah, know you're gonna play poorly. The, the pro explained he said anything either plus or minus two is a wash. Mm-hmm. But then once you get over that, it's one point five. So if you if you stink and I only make ten quota points, yeah, then I'm gonna be decreased the next year. So now I'm I was plus seven. So anything plus anything over plus two is a one point five. So I'm gonna oh, have so they five want, times. They're 1. trying to 5. avoid like sandbaggers, basically. Correct. Not that you're so it has nothing anomalous. to really do with your handicap. So if you play really well one week, they kind of you know, peg I'm, you down. The I had to make fourteen points. I made twenty one this week, so I'm probably Jeez. gonna go up to about seventeen or eighteen now. Which is a lot more difficult. Obviously. Which is a lot more difficult. Which it is what it is. It's a great game. I love it. But then it's if so you make like fun. six points this week, then you'll go down to like an then eight I'll go or way something. then I'll go yeah. way back down. Yeah. But that's, that's you know there's incentive to play well too because you want to you you know if anything you can win the team, right? Because there was no way because Kurt played the week before it and he won it, so now his quota points went up. So we had to make a ton of quota points, and we finished at minus one. Mm-hmm. And everybody, oh, you carried our ass. I'm like, yeah, I played well. But I go, guys, I go, there's only four groups because it's in the middle of the summer. I said, minus yeah. one might actually win this damn thing because the other groups might not have played that well. Right. And it sure as, you know, we're having lunch and we get the email. I'm like, ooh, baby, we're in the money. <laughs> Bring over another bowl of soup. <laughs> oh. Put it on my tab. <laughs> there you go. You still have to Venmo him the the twenty dollars for the entry fee, or do you have no cash the fee? Now? No, the fee. It's 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 the pros game, so they just you can either pay cash or they just charge it to your account. Oh, so you just put put it on the account. Yeah, I just have it. It's fifty fifteen bucks. There you go. How's the course in good shape? Uh yeah, they did this thing. I don't know they, they where they actually. So about a month ago, they closed and they did uh vert vertic verticut vertical. Yeah, verti cutting. Yeah. Yep. So they did that. So we get an email from the super about a week ago that on Monday when the course was closed, they were like pouring water into the greens. And they said it's not going to affect the play. The rolling is going to be the same. Everything's going to be the same. But they do this thing where they, they put water. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you ever heard of that? Uh, I mean, we we did that where you it's like a machine that puts it's like deep time. 
like needle tines, and then they you could do water. They did like sand with water. I don't know if it was just water. I hadn't heard about that. What do they just to break up the root system to try to like get new? They said they were just doing it in on the greens though, hmm. and it was uh-huh. like a one day process, and it wasn't going to affect. They said the greens would still roll fine. They might just be a little slower. Oh, interesting. Does it get baked out? Does it go dormant in the summer? And I know, like Augusta, a... they show it. Like no, in I mean, there's there's, like there's a few spots where it's getting a little, but no, it's it's in great shape. Yeah, that's good. Do you like how it plays in the summer better than like in? I like it time? better. In, I I don't know because the rough's easier. The the rough kills you. It's too tough there. I mean, and then there's times where like you're around the green and you literally have to play it like a bunker shot and just really. Oh, because it's just it. buried in that. It's buried. Rough, yeah, makes it tough. And I asked the guys who are good players, like, yeah, you got to play it like a spunker shot and just open it up and hope for the best. And you like, don't like pros... hearing that. Play it no, like a bunker shot. No, because my short That's game's terrible to yeah. begin with. And like the guy said, they said, yeah, like this time of year, like even like you know when you're 20 yards off the green and you have to hit that shot to just just get it on the green. It's not trying to get it up and down. It's like anywhere on the green is good. Yeah. I guess you get punished for it. I played uh, Stony Lee on Sunday. We had a 5.26 a.m. tea time. How's that? Why are you going out at 5.26 a.m.? I was done by like 9.07. It was beautiful. 18 holes. Home before 10 o'clock in the morning. That's what you do. You got to make sacrifices. You got to make agreements. So what you're saying is that's the only way you can play. It was either play then or not play. Okay. All right. yes. So you answered my question. I asked a yes. simple question. Okay. Well, I had uh, we had people coming over in the afternoon to go in the pool. My sisters. If you over. if you go out at five in the morning, you're probably done before anybody wakes up. Pretty it's like much. It's like you're sneaking in, like you know, like when you're living with your parents and you're sneaking home from the bars, you know, climbing in the back window. I pulled back into the driveway at at nine thirty nine. Who did you now? Did you have some buffoon that actually played with you? The kid I work with, he's got young kids too, so it was like our uh, our only way, our only negotiation. I mean, is it? But I'm going up to New Hampshire this weekend with the UConn guys to play golf. Let's get back to this five fifteen. Okay. What what time is sunrise there? Uh, a little after that, like five. I mean, I still need the nightlight to take a piss at five in the morning in my bedroom. I mean, yeah, no, it, it was bright enough. Greens were a lot of a lot of moisture on the greens. They didn't really dry out by the <laughs> had to really hit the hit the putts. A lot of rooster tails on those things. It's called a dry jacked process. Okay, yeah, that's what I was. That's kind of what I was talking about. This is a form of purification. Water is injected into the greens at high pressure. This creates a vacuum effect where dry sand is then drawn from the machine to fill in the holes. This process leaves a clean putting surface, firms up the turf, and promotes better root growth. Yeah, we did that, the dry jacked. It basically puts mud in there. You fill the the machine with sand as it goes, and then it mixes with the water as it injects it into the turf. We got paired with the guy who's on the greens committee. Oh, boy. Oh, he's fantastic. Those guys are always pains in the ass. The greens no, committee guys. No, it sounds like he's more, he's more pro uh, super. 
Oh, okay. Because all the greens committee guys, they pretend like they know what they're talking about, and they try to tell the superintendent what to do. Oh, we really need trying to get you a job because he's in that industry. Oh yeah, yeah. He owns like a fertilizing company. Oh, does he? Totally hook you up. Yeah, that's fine. Probably my competitor. So at lunch, he tells me that they're 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 eyeing about seventy nine more trees to take down. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. You take down all the trees on the golf course, and woo, giddy up, baby. That's saving you three four shots around, I would imagine. Oh. I'll tell you another thing I learned. What's that? I'm you know I'm cheap. You know I'm cheap, right? I have heard that. Like with I'll certain drop, things, on certain things, like I'll drop you know two two grand on a on a push cart that follows you around. Oh, did you pick up one? I have not. I have not pushed. And I got another text from Kurt this weekend. Oh, saying is he that trying to get in stock? Yeah, he's a pain in the ass. That's funny. He's he's a bad influence, huh? So, anyways, the cart guys, they know that I love the tailor made TP fives. Okay. So if they find them, they'll they'll like put them in my in my um, push cart. So I I played a TP five on Saturday. Pards, what a great golf ball that is! Is it? Oh, <laughs> well, first of all. Like I said, I'm cheap, so I play whatever I find. So I hit – there's this one hole, and, you know, you, you hit a halfway decent drive, and the fairway bunkers come into play. Mm-hmm. So I hit – you know, I hit a pretty good, like maybe an 8 out of 10. Kurt's like, oh, I hope that got over. Well, it didn't just get over. It was 40 yards past the bunker. And I'm like, it's amazing how a really good brand-new ball. You get distance. You get feel. You get – it's a great ball. I love the TP5. I might have to try it. I, I still like my Vice. I play the Vice. I enjoy them. I like how they feel. I feel like I have my distances dialed in with them. But I, I'm willing to try new things. I don't mind spending money. I, I like playing a new golf ball when I go out. I'm with you. It's just when sometimes when I start really playing bad, and you know there's water five feet in front of me, and it's a creek, and it shouldn't yeah. come into play, but it does, that's when I start, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I hear Throwing in Bill's old 30-year-old top flights. <laughs> a balada? When's the last time I hit a balada? I'm gonna I actually told the twins that I was gonna buy if I bought up sleeve, would they play them? Because I want to see them play some baladas. Oh, like on eBay, like an old one? Yeah, man. I used to when I caddied at Warwick, I'd find those in the woods when I was four caddying. Yeah. And I'd throw them into play, and oh my god. Those things are like marshmallows. Well, you you could cut them with your fingernails. Oh, I know. But I mean, I, I I'm a hacker, and like I I'd bring it back thirty feet. I mean, you really felt good hitting a pitching wedge as a hacker and just watching the action on that boy. <laughs> and it was the one that would roll, you know, ten feet and then yeah. like come right back like a zipper. Oh, it was so pretty. <laughs> Did you ever play a balada? I'm sure. I yeah, I'm, I found them out there. Those things would get waterlogged too. Like if you ever found a balada in the water and you hit it, it would go. It would sound like a wiffle ball. Like. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> Those balls are so bad. I I hit I smoked the drive down the middle. And I come down. And that son of a bitch was smiling at me. I'm like, how does this? How did I cut this thing? When a perfect drive. It's not like I hacked it off a tree or anything. Right. Yeah. Now you can like you hit golf balls off cart paths like ten bounces on a cart path. They don't have a mark on them. Boy, you do notice when you play a cheaper ball though, and you hit one in the woods, and you get that. The black, tar mark on it, yeah. t- and you can't, you know, you get up to the green and you mark it, and you're trying to wash it, and you can't yeah. get that thing off. It's like, yeah, that's that's what happens when you play the Kirkland. That's so you put the you play the putting ball. You put the putting ball on the green. Single ball, real parts. Should we get into this week's uh, topic? Yeah, let's go. We got a lot to talk about. We're on to uh, part two 
of my uh, Florida trip review. Now it seems like a distant memory. It's only been a few weeks, and I'm already like losing. Yeah, because you're back in that hellhole. I heard the weather's going to suck this week. I thought it was going to be nice. I don't know. I haven't paid attention. So where we left off, uh, it was we were just getting. We kind of talked about the the accommodations and everything. So now we're getting into what we did on that uh, Saturday. That first Saturday when we were there, we kind of just hung around and, and didn't do much during the day. But then at night, we went over and we played uh, Fantasia Gardens mini golf. Not the fairways, not the fairway course, but the Fantasia Gardens. Now, you played the fairway course and you hated it. You said it was miserable. It was terrible. Now, what made it? It's just very difficult, like impossibly difficult. It's the equivalent of Donald Ross Greens, but the whole but it's thing like a parking is, yeah. lot. Gotcha. So, so you're you're going down the fairway, and this thing's hard as cement, and they're like Donald Ross undulation <laughs> on the fairways. It was not fun. So you couldn't even like there wasn't strategy or like try to play it here. You just had to hit it and hope it just didn't curve off until hit like, it. Had to had to hit it. Yeah, that's right, parts. Well, the other one was fun. We enjoyed it. With the it was more of a traditional mini golf course the fantasia gardens i would definitely recommend it now i will say and you probably realize this i don't know but when you go to one of the uh mini golf courses they give you the receipt they say if you bring your receipt and go within the next day you get 25 percent off at the other place did you know that sir no so when i when i paid they said if you bring your receipt and you go tomorrow, you can either come back here or go to the Winter Summerlin and get 25% off. So that's pretty good because it's not cheap over there. No. What is it, like 15 bucks, 16 bucks? I forget what it was now. Yeah, it's at least that. It might be 18 for adults and 14 for kids or something. <laughs> There's this YouTube channel that I watch, and it's a boyfriend and girlfriend and they they do a lot it's a golf thing but they do a lot of times where like they go to flea markets and get deals like they'll get a scotty cameron putter for like 20 bucks and then they'll yeah. work on ebay and it's worth you know 250 or whatever so he wanted to see if he could break 40 okay so he's so he's even par you know par 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 i think he parred every hole he shot even par he parred every part every hole so they're coming up to this green and he just he looks at the camera he goes yeah, the guy in front of me, he's he's not having a good day. He goes, he just helicoptered his putter over the green. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Because the putter doesn't get thrown a lot. I actually did throw mine the other day, but it's putter difficult. really gets thrown. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't get thrown much, does it? I feel like the better players will get mad at the putter. Like when you stink, it takes so much just to get to the green that you don't even care at that point yeah, when you're when playing you're... better. <laughs> if I four putt after if it's a four putt, I'm like, oh now it's a triple instead of a bogey. It's like you don't even care at that point. But right. the yeah, good players, they miss like a six footer for par <laughs> after a good chip or something. They they can get pretty mad. I've seen that. I just helicoptered his putt. I just cracked up. That's silly. Anyways, it's good. All right, so the Miniature golf. I liked it. The Fantasia Gardens was good. I think uh, I think you should give it a try sometime. I think you'll enjoy it. Do you do you generally enjoy mini golf or not really? No, I actually do. I like it a lot. Yeah, so it was fun. It had a lot of. Uh, it's not difficult. Had a lot of special effects, so the kids liked it, and it was. Uh, the only thing was, it was very crowded. There was like a forty-minute wait just to get on the course. When we got there. But other yeah, than that, you probably went at a terrible time. Well, it was Saturday night at like eight o'clock. So, oh, was it? Yeah. So I guess that was a bad time. 
We just, just happen to be busy. We went with the Willings. It was kind of later. I would think maybe mid- middle of the day would be. No, nah, that's probably a thing that people do after dinner, though. You're right. Yeah, that's what we did. We had dinner and then we went and, and played mini golf. But it was it was very fun. I would definitely do it again. I enjoyed it. And then, do uh, you have any questions about any anything in particular about the? Did uh, anybody fantasy? throw clubs? Uh, uh, Georgina Jr. did. She gets she mad throws. if she, yeah, she, she throws it down. Like, she's good at throwing a hissy fit. Oh, beautiful. Like, she just will throw the club forward and then sit on the ground herself. So she, like, throws the club and herself when she doesn't do good. So, yeah, she had a couple of those. Oh, I'd like to, I can't wait to get her on the golf course. Oh, yeah, she would be terrible. You would love it. I might have some of those, uh, those tantrums on camera. I can send you some clips of that of her throwing her clubs. The next day, that was Sunday. We had uh, Gatorland on tap for Sunday. Yeah, let me hear about this. So Gatorland was good. Um, like I said, I think I mentioned it briefly. A very different clientele than uh, than you see at Walt Disney World. Oh wow! Listen to you, you elite Northeast Put Ivy this League liberal snob. Put it this way: it makes the uh, All Star movies look like the Grand Floridian. Oh, you're doubling down now. <laughs> you're all in. You just put all your po here. Here we go. Here, here we go. Putting all the poker chips on there. Yeah, all the chips in. You're the all in. But, right you now. know, but you're the one that always says that. But I'm. Hey, I went. I had fun. It was good. The only issue I had with it, um, and it wasn't their fault, is a huge storm rolled through, and it was a it was a decent one. So we just left because it wasn't it, it wasn't terribly expensive. I think it's fifteen dollars for adults to go in, and maybe twelve for kids. I had tickets ahead of time. I did the, I had discount tickets to work. So let me guess, you're gonna say people rot of Marlboros? No, well, there were quite a few people smoking, but that that has nothing to do with it. it just you could tell. Um, you showing up in your freaking BMW uh, SUV? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, um, going up to the. Don't get any scratches on it, Pods. Giving the guy like a dollar fifty. <laughs> valet, yeah. That you're doing him a favor. I don't think they had valet at uh, Gatorland. It, Pods. <laughs> it was it was interesting though. Um, I'd like to go again when I have a little more time. We ran out of time because of the storm. I want to do we, the zip line. I saw people doing that, and it looked terrifying to me. But that's not my oh, you don't my like idea of a good time. Yeah, not my idea of a good time. But I did see a lot of people doing that. And they have like these a lot of the things there are extra costs, obviously. So you just to get in is is the set cost, but there's a lot of excursions and tours and things you can spend extra money on. Did you get any up and up and close with any gators? No, that's the thing. We we all the shows like when we got there, we had just missed one show, and then the next one was about to go on, and then the storm came through, so they canceled it and then we were hanging out in the gift shop trying to wait out the storm, and it just started raining harder, so we just decided to Tell leave. me you got some tacky items, Pods. You had to have. I got a hat. It's a nice, uh, like the kind of hat I like, like the trucker hat, and it just says uh, Gatorland 1949 on it. I mean, it's still got to be like it was when I was a kid. It's on. Is it on iDrive? Uh, it's just It's kind of off. It's in Hunter's Creek is the town that it's yeah, in. Yeah, it's just, I know, I, we used to drive by. It has like, the, it's so tacky looking from the outside. And it, uh, but yeah, we got like a Christmas ornament and a magnet and stuff like that. 
Uh, do you do Christmas ornaments wherever you go to, like we do? Yeah, 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 we do. yeah, yeah. And so we got that, it, but I liked it. They had a lot of good exhibits. They had stuff for the kids. They had a train ride that went through the whole thing. And the, the guy like, you know, kind of gives you a story and everything as you go on the train. We missed a bunch of stuff though. Like they have the albino gators. We didn't get to see them. Um, those are cool. Aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they are. We, we missed out on those, but I could, you could definitely spend, three hours there four hours there yeah easily. i was thinking three or four maybe we were there for a couple maybe two and a half and when the, we just didn't want to wait out the storm was basically how it came down so we went back after that but i i mean i would i would go back i'd try it again because it was still pretty fun we went back to the condo got got changed and uh we decided to go out to dinner and we went to uh there's like a new like nicer upscale on 192 like this like shopping and restaurant district that they built right next to the margaritaville resort there remember they were building that when we went last time to margaritaville well they have this it's like their version of whatever city walk it's just got a bunch of shops and a bunch of restaurants so we went to this italian place called uh capone's capone's wood-fired pizza it was good. We had uh, got some appetizers, got some bruschetta and an antipasto. Yurgina got soup. She so loves you, soup. You so pronounce it with the, the O. A lot of Italians call, just finish it with the antipasto. Antipasto. No, I, I don't. I don't like to do that. I don't. I don't do the fake uh, Italian pronunciations. Okay, fair enough. Because that's not how I normally say it. Uh, yeah, she got the Italian wedding soup. She loved it. I got the uh, carbonara, fresh. They make the fresh made pasta there. You got the, the carbonara with the peas. Is, and there, is there anything better than homemade pasta? It was very good. Do you make homemade pasta? No, I've never done it. Kristen's done it like a couple times. Seems like a lot of effort. It's a lot of effort, but it is so freaking good. It's worth good. it. Oh, yeah. it's so good. So good. Like, she, I mean, she did the specialty. She did like a, a spinach linguine or something. And it oh, was like, so it came out like green. And, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was so good. Uh, Eugenia Jr. had fettuccine, the kids' fettuccine Alfredo, and she loved it. And then uh, Sarah had, she got a pizza, the white pizza. It was like a, ooh, it was really good. Let's, I'm going to pull up, I have a picture on my phone. Yeah, I do like a white pizza on occasion. Let's see if you can see this picture. Oh, that brown is is nice. Yeah, it's like the coal fired. It was very, yeah. it was good. It oh, yeah. very garlicky. It had like the ricotta, and it. it was very good. Yeah, overall, I liked that place a lot. I thought it was very good. Um, they had like a little candy store in there, not in the restaurant, but when we were done, we walked around the candy store. Then, because we had twenty five percent off, we went over to uh, Winter Summerland after we ate dinner. We were going to play mini golf, and we got there. We paid. And they said, oh, it's about 10-minute wait. So we were waiting. As soon as they called our name, the horns went off. The storm in the area, please vacate the course. God, you guys, the weather up there is terrible. It was bad. You know, we we had like three days in a row where a lot of storms came through and ruined everything. But uh, they they didn't refund you. They just gave you a rain check. What the hell is that? They like wrote on a scorecard. And they're like, you can come back anytime. You know, you paid, they're like paid for four. Like, you can go here, you can come to Fantasia Gardens with it. You know, did you end expect- up going back? 
we did go back, but I was like, if that was our last day, I'd be kind of. I'm sure if you put up a stink, they'd refund you. Yeah, but, I'm sh- yeah, I'm sure. But like they're like, you don't even have to use it. You can come back in five years and use them. Like I'm not gonna hold on to this mini golf scorecard for five years. You know, like we we went back, so we ended up using it. But otherwise, it would have been kind of kind of bummed out. So that that ended our day. We didn't do anything after that because we just went back and watched a movie at the house. We had an early day because we were going to SeaWorld the next morning on Monday morning. And uh, so did I, I don't know if I said on the, on the show about the uh, annual pass. Did I mention that? About how I signed up for the annual pass and yeah. So I did that and it comes with the free parking, which apparently is preferred parking, which got you very close to the, to the front gate, which was very nice, which would have cost $60. It said when you go through, if you paid for preferred parking, sixty dollars, which is crazy to me. But. You gotta assume everybody's an annual pass holder. I most people, I don't think anyone would pay for the preferred parking. I guess if you didn't know and you just like drove up and wanted to buy tickets, you had to pay thirty bucks to park for general parking. But the preferred was sixty. But we got there right when it opened. It opened at uh, at nine o'clock. We got there a little after nine. Got through security, walked through, and just kind of walked around. Couldn't get the lay of the land. That place, maybe it's just because he'd never been there and I don't know a lot about it, but I couldn't get, I couldn't wrap my head around that place where I was. It was very confusing. It's like me walk around Kingdom still. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very confusing, but the, uh, the girls are excited to go to the Sesame Street land that they have there. So we spent a lot of time there with the girls. They have a ton of kids' rides there, which is nice. They had a carousel, a little train, a couple like Dumbo kind of rides, different things like that. A little roller coaster, like the Barnstormer kind of roller coaster. A ton of interactive things to do. Do you remember the... Uh, did you go to Mickey's Toontown when you went to Disneyland? Uh, I went to the, I went to um the one that was at actually in the Magic Kingdom when I was uh Mickey's Birthday Land Express. Okay. Yep. Had, I don't I remember that Toontown, one that man. much. So I know they had that there at, at Walt rolling, Disney World. Rolling on the Express. See, this is where Schaefer would want this as a break music, you right. lazy POS. Well, I couldn't rolling do it now anyway. Mickey's to... Birthday Land Express. I would have to know ahead of time that you were going to randomly start singing that song. Um, anyway, they had at the one in Disneyland when we went a few years ago. They have a bunch of little things like you press the buttons and things happen. That's how it was in Sesame Street Land. Like you could knock on the doors and Oscar the Grouch would yell at you and stuff like that. So that was fun. And uh, they had like a splash pad area, so the girls get changed into their into their bathing suits, and they were starting to play in the water and then again the thunder came and they turned the water off and they closed all the rides for about three hours uh during the day there was it was a big line of storms coming through that just didn't pass the area so we ended up uh going in to their sit-down restaurant which was inside the aquarium in the shark i forget what the shark bite grill or something like that i think it was called and that's their signature restaurant. And we went and had lunch there. And that was good. I had a uh, a bison burger. You said it was like one of the best dirties you've had. What do you it mean was, it was good? You said it was... 
I said the restaurant was good. The burger was amazing. I think it was. Are you one saying of the... everybody else was disappointing with their entrees? No, I mean the it was the kids' meals were just fine. Nothing special about them. A little pricey for a kids' meal, but I guess at a signature you're to expect that. We had this uh, these this appetizer, which was homemade potato chips with a blue cheese dressing, blue cheese fondue, bacon, and a balsamic drizzle, which was very I'd be good. Afraid of what my stomach in a 95 degree day, Billy. I, I yeah, I'm uh-huh. concerned. Were you all right? You're not. Yeah, I was fine. I had no problem okay. with that. Okay. But that dirt or the bison burger was so good. Again, it had blue cheese and bacon on it. It was just like seasoned perfectly, cooked perfectly, had really good flavor. And then you got excited because you, I talked about it and you said that was a special at the club was the bison yeah. burger, right? And then yeah. you, you were motivated to try it. Yes. And you liked it too, didn't you? You know, here's a deal. It was good. And I like it, but it doesn't it doesn't have that dirty flavor of a dirta. No, it's less fatty, so you but taste it's the less meat fatty, more. But I did enjoy it because you do taste the meat more, and then it's not making your bun sloppy. Like what I notice is, especially when you order a dirta at a restaurant, you know, it comes and you grab it and you take a bite and it rolls down your cheek and it burns just enough where you know, yeah. it just hurts a little bit, but not enough for you to not continue to eat that dirta. Right, exactly. And I noticed it wasn't any grease on that bison. Which was nice. I, you really get, if it's seasoned well, it's really a nice experience. But it is very different than a than a hamburger. But I wouldn't say it was like hamburger. it was like that gamey where I would never have it again. I thought it. No, I think it tastes just like a very lean ground beef. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've noticed, I don't know about you, I'm getting more into the lean. I've been buying 90-10s for dirters. Yeah. And, and it seems that you just. You get more flavor. Yeah, I guess it depends on what kind. Like, because you make the thicker ones. I think with the thicker ones, you want a little less fat because, yeah, you, you don't lose as much content to it. I don't know. Yeah, because anytime you you, you watch like cooking videos on YouTube, they always say get an eighty twenty for hamburgers, and that's and seems I do like, like a an eighty twenty too. But still, sometimes that that's just a little too greasy. A little too greasy. I agree with that. Sarah ended up getting two appetizers for her meal. She got a caprese salad and these Good choice. Uh, these uh, coconut, not coconut shrimp, but like coconut chicken fingers with like a spicy glaze. And she said it was really good. So she enjoyed it. Um, it was nice, relaxing. And I, you kind of waiting out the thunderstorm in there. So it was good. Everyone had a good time. There was a clientele up. there. Okay. Were they up to your standards? At SeaWorld? Or? Yes, it yeah. was fine. Although it's still definitely. Seemed a little different, and I don't know. I'm not. I won't. I'll leave it at that. Um, the pro. Everything was closed for a while because the storm. So none of the rides are running because they're all their rides are basically outside. I think they have one or two that are indoor, but basically all their rides are outside. So everything was pretty much closed. So we just had to keep going, which was fine to the different indoor uh, animal exhibits. So they have a bunch of. Oh, excuse me. Obviously, aquariums and things like that. So we just kept uh, going around to do those until the storm passed. And then once the storm finally passed, the girls wanted to go back to Sesame Street World. So we did that and went on all those rides again. And then at the end of the day, we ended up having dinner, which was okay. We just went to a couple of their quick serves. They weren't that good. Just kind of like classic theme park fare. Nothing crazy. 
but they we did the uh, the Orca show in that theater, which was good. We saw that. I'd never seen that before. So we watched that show, and then right after that, they uh, they had the dance party, which you saw some clips of with the yeah, DJ looked, and all that. Yeah, that looked terrible. You would not have enjoyed that. Yeah, that looked awful. I think Doug Doug like, was Doug, like, like offended. You. Yeah, yeah, he didn't like it. And, yeah, well, and, Doug Doug's against fun though. Doug's anti fun. I mean, because I was surprised that you didn't come right back after him, considering what he does on weekends. You really could have quieted him, but you've. You oh, with the, uh, with the racing you know, stuff? Yeah. Yeah, you were way more stand-up because you could have just completely shut him down and you didn't. It's something I would never, ever have done, but the girls wanted to go and we went. And, you know, Yurgina Jr. didn't want to dance. She sat down in the uh, in the stands with Sarah. and then, But uh, Yurgina was very into it. She danced. She didn't want to stop. I was like, well, the fireworks are starting in like three minutes, so we should probably go back to it. No, I want to keep dancing. But we went back to the seats, and then they did the uh, Electric Ocean fireworks, and right from that stadium where we were, it was fantastic, Bill. It was a nice, like, 12-minute show. It had water features, lasers, fire, and fireworks all set to music. It was very good. Really good uh, fireworks show. I was was impressed by it. So that kind of capped off. That started at 10 o'clock. We were going to go back and do, like, a split, but because we – spent most of the middle of the day just kind of chilling at the restaurant and not doing anything because of the rain. We just stayed the whole time. So we were there from from open to close, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. at SeaWorld. Wow. With the girls. Yeah, they did a great job. The girls are great. No meltdowns or anything. So it was overall a very good experience. I would definitely go back um, next time we're in Florida. If we do a, a trip like that, I would go for another day. I think it was worth it try to do some of the other stuff that I didn't get to do. I didn't get to do any of the roller coasters. I was going to do some, but when we first got there, the girls wanted to go straight to Sesame Street. So we went by, and all of them were like walk-ons. And then by the time the storms passed and they opened back up, I went up to a couple of them. They were like 45, 50-minute waits, so we said forget it. And they have one ride, which is supposed to be pretty good because you go through the ride, and then at the end you're in like the Arctic with the penguins and it's like a, a trackless ride. Um, but that was the only indoor ride that was open during the storm. So that was like a, I think it said an hour, 40 minute wait. So we did not, we did not wait to go on that. So those are a couple things I'd like to do in the future, but I think a, a tremendous value, you know, by buying the annual pass, I got the four free guest passes. So it just cost me, for the annual pass, and then, like I said, we got the free parking and a few How other the crowds. Uh, it was not super crowded. It didn't feel crowded. Even the fireworks show wasn't crazy. I thought, you know, it might be like totally packed in there for the for the show, but it wasn't bad. It was easy to get in and out. Not not crazy crowds. It was also a Monday though, so I don't know if that's a normally. I imagine that's probably normally a slower day for them. On a Monday. So after uh, after SeaWorld, we had just a pool day scheduled. So we just hung out at the at the condo and basically did nothing all day. On Tuesday, we we woke up and went in the pool on on the Tuesday. And pool we days in, are nice, aren't they? Yeah, it was nice. It's so nice having the pool at the at the at the uh, house we stayed at. 
You didn't have to go and like pack everything up. You could get out, run to the fridge, grab a drink, have a snack, and and you know we just kind of did that for the majority of the day. I'm trying to think, we went out to dinner that night. We went to uh, a Mexican restaurant, which is also in that same area at near Margaritaville. It's called El Jefe, and they had uh, how was that? It was pretty good. They had some good authentic. Uh, like Mexican stuff. I had tacos. They had all different meats. So you got. Oh, that's the one where you sent the picture and I said that it looks like they would have really good chips and salsa, correct? No, that was a different one. That's for. So I didn't realize. I mean, I did realize 192. The one that we had reviewed a few weeks ago, hmm. that ended up being like 28 minutes away. So we didn't. We decided oh, not to go okay, to that gotcha. one. All right. Um, this one, they had good chips and salsa, though, because I ordered that. As an appetizer, they didn't. You didn't get them for free, but it was like three fifty, and it was unlimited. So I didn't mind paying that, you know, for the for the chips and salsa. The girls each got the kids' taco meals, and then I got I got tacos, and they had like the refried beans, but they had like they were like bacon beans. They called them, so they had like bacon. It was so good. the The yellow rice. Yeah, and uh, it's I love the sides with Mexican, like the yellow oh, rice too. and the beans and everything. Oh, I do too. And they were fantastic, and the tacos were really good. Like the authentic, like the the corn soft shells where they have to give you two because it like soaks up all the grease. Like each taco yeah, has yeah, two yeah, shells yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had that, and I got like El Pastor, which is pork. I got spicy chicken and <laughs> steak were the three meats I chose. Like one of. Did each. you have any Dosakis? I had a margarita. Ooh, you did. What I, kind? What flavor? Uh, I it was like a spicy one. I forget what it was like, like a, a habanero a, a one. Mezcal. It was like a jalapeno smoky pineapple margarita. It was very good though. Very good. So we did that for dinner, and then we just went back and and watched a movie at the house after that. So Tuesday was a very low key day for us because it was in between our two big excursions because we had SeaWorld Monday and then on Wednesday we went to the uh, Kennedy Space Center at uh, in Merritt Island, Florida. So that How was took, that drive? It was about an hour. Not too bad. Uh, nothing crazy because you're going kind of along the highway going from, from west to east. It was an easy drive. No, no traffic really. Um, when you get like closer when you get off the highway as you're getting closer to Kennedy, it's a nice drive over there because you're along the coast getting closer to Kennedy Space Center. And that's like a where it is is mm. a uh, a wildlife preserve, I guess, mm. which I didn't realize. So that's really the only thing there is Kennedy Space Center. When we pulled off the main stretch and we took the right to get to get to the parking lot. Because you probably take I four to ninety five. Yeah, and then you and then yeah, if you're taking an exit, you would take a right to go closer to the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, so we got off. We went over a bridge. We were it yep. said like next right Kennedy Space Center parking, and it's just the, water everywhere. Water everywhere, it's and like yeah, tons of grass, like tall grasses. But literally, as we turned to the right of the car, there was like ten wild pigs, like just wild hogs, like on the side of the road. Oh, really? It was crazy. I'd never seen anything like that. And, uh, you know, we pulled in and it wasn't too busy there. We go in and the first thing you go in, you see, they have the, uh, they call it the rocket garden. It's all these giant, all the rockets from 
you know, past space flights. I don't know if mm-hmm. the replicas are the uh, the exact ones, but they had the rocket garden. We went through that. Um, then they have the indoor exhibit where they do. There's a couple like 3D or uh, 360 movies, and they kind of show you. And then you go into the the astronaut hall of fame, and it has like the pictures and the bios of all the all the astronauts that have that been into space. They have like a kids area, which is like an indoor playground. And the girls like that, and then the I think the the main attraction was the uh, space shuttle Atlantis, which they built a whole building around the actual Atlantis space shuttle. So that was the first one they built that they designed to be reusable. Because up until that point, every time they went up, everything kind of just exploded and fell apart. Right. And they had to come back in like the little modules. And so this one was meant to go over and over again. And so, so they were did, able to... Do they still have the launching pads where the space shuttle used to take off from? That's a different spot, but it they have the actual shuttle is inside the building. They built the building around the actual one because once they retired it, they built it around that. So how close did you get to it? Like within a few feet. It's ha- it's I mean, like it... suspended. It's is enormous. It massive? It's ridiculous. Is it it's really? so big, yeah. And, and the coolest part was, so you go into the building and you're walking in. You don't really, I didn't know what was going on. So you're walking in, you're going up this ramp and you wait. And there's a movie that's like every eight minutes and they let you in. You, you watch the movie and it's basically like how they went about designing it. And it's actors and they're like, oh, we have to design a reusable one. And they show the timeline. It took them like 14 years or, so, or 20 years to from set out to actually getting it to launch so you watch this movie it's like seven or eight minutes you go into the next theater and it's a 360 theater and you're like on the shuttle kind of it's like an experience of the first time they're using it so you're engulfed in that and then right as the movie ends the screen turns like translucent and you can kind of like see through it a little bit and then it raises and the actual that's when you go walk into the area that has the actual space shuttle there. Oh, so it was really cool. It was really cool. I kind of got like chills when they did that. I was yeah, like, wow, that's, cool. that's that's awesome. And then you go and it's just massive. And they have interactive stuff for you know kids that you can learn more about it. But you walk around that thing and it's like take it up the whole building. There's so much so so big in there. And then they had uh they had a simulator in there, like it kind of like mission space, but it, a lot more tame. But you were in like a Star Tours vehicle. You're in like, so you strap into that and the screens mm-hmm. in front of you. It was almost exactly like Star Tours. And the whole thing moves and it's trying to like simulate being on a space shuttle. So I did that. The girls didn't want to try it and I didn't know how intense it would be. So I did it by myself. And then uh, basically after that, we left. But we spent a good, uh, we got there at 10. Maybe a little, yeah, because it opened at ten. We got there basically right when it opened, and then we left at what time? Because we went straight to dinner, and that was an earlier dinner. So we probably left at like three o'clock, three thirty. That's a while. Yeah, and then uh, also another cool part, which I know sounds stupid, but the gift shop there is amazing. It's so big, a ton of stuff, some pretty unique uh, souvenirs and everything. But that's definitely on my list. I'd, I'd. Like I said, I went when I was a kid, and I don't remember much of it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, you could go. You would you spend a good three four hours there, just walking around. Depends on how much you want to like read and like really 
get into, but just walking around and taking it all in is pretty neat. Definitely. Um, so we left, we we're in the car trying to figure out what we're going to do. <sighs> that was our plan was to go play mini golf, go right to, cause we had, we had the rain check for the winter summer and the girls wanted to do that. So we were going to go straight to mini golf and then try to find a place to eat after. And we were trying to figure out the timing. Like if we go to mini golf, how long is it going to take? When can we have dinner? I'm looking on the Disney app, trying to find a place to eat. And then it popped up. Uh, no, now I can't. Whispering Canyon. There was like a 445 reservation at Whispering Canyon. And it said on the GPS we'd be getting to uh, basically on Disney property at like 430. I was like, oh, we could definitely make it because they'll hold it for you for a while anyway. Right. And so I made the reservation for Whispering Canyon for dinner. And we drove straight there. We walked in. Now you don't even go to the podium to check in. You just check in on the app. I'm sure you know this. I didn't realize Mm -hmm. that. So I checked in on the app. And I got a text like two minutes later. Oh, your table's ready. So we went right up. They sat us down. Our server was really good. Uh, She was was fantastic. She was good with the girls. Quick. Kept bringing drinks over and checking on everything. Was that their first time there? Yes. Oh, because that's right, because the breakfast was your first time there. I had only ever been for the breakfast, and I wasn't right. super impressed with the breakfast, but uh, the dinner was a lot better. I had a yeah, much better experience. The dinner's good. The dinner's good. So the, the platters were very good. Tons of food on them. Good good variety of food. It was all good quality. Um, Yorgina wasn't feeling great, so she didn't eat much. She had a few things here and there. Yorgina Jr. ate just the chicken, but she ate everybody. She had like four pieces of the chicken. She had her own. She had. Now, how is this chicken? Because it looks like it's like banquet rubber chicken. It, it kind of ar- does look like that, but I had a few pieces of it. And it was uh-huh. very moist and well seasoned, so I could see why she liked it. It was oh, really? very good. Yeah. Like fall off the bone when you cut it. Yep, exactly. Okay. It was very right. good because she she gets like she's afraid of bones in her food, so she always says, "Oh, there's no bone," so I always have to pull it off the bone. Like she likes chicken wings, but I have to pull all the meat off the bone, which is a pain. But so this was like the the leg in the breast or the leg in the thigh i should say so i'm pulling all the meat off the bones and you know trying a couple pieces here and there and it was very good but i got the pig platter which had pork belly ribs pulled pork uh pig wings and maybe one other thing you a sausage bastard the pork belly was so good like oh a, my like good crispy lord pork belly. well i didn't want the traditional no, this is really exciting me right now. And uh, you know what was fantastic? The the pig wings. So it's a little like pork shank almost on a small bone. And it's in like the a mustard barbecue sauce, which I really like. Oh, and those are fantastic. I kind of want to go up there now for this. It was good. The pig platter was very good. I would definitely recommend it. Um, the girls got the traditional, which at the kids meal is half the price. So I think it was like 34 for the adults and theirs was 16 and oh, there is no beautiful. difference there's no difference they bring out the full size really? platter yeah because i i said to her i was like oh did was this a mistake she's like no they don't do any different in the kitchen you just bring out the full one for the kids too i was like oh if i'd known that we would just but i mean that's a weasel move only get oh, to- yeah you can't do that i don't mind paying it but it was just so much food it was stupid um and then sarah got the land and sea one which was okay it still had some of the basic stuff, and then 
It has a salmon, right? It has salmon, which said it was smoked salmon, and it didn't taste smoked at all to me, and it was a little overcooked, so I wasn't a huge fan of that. And then mm-hmm. it came with a vegan sausage for some reason, which I didn't want to try, and then had a few. Other. I thought the smoked salmon would be good. Like I like smoked salmon. She likes smoked salmon. I was like, oh, just try it, because you can have as much of mine as you want, and we'll, you know, we could share each other's Yeah, partners, right. But the... Uh, the vegetables were good. They had the string beans and the corn, which were fantastic, and the mashed potatoes were out of this world. Yeah, because they have, a, they have butter, a little skin really on the, They have a little skin on the. Uh, yeah, a little bit of skin in the yeah, potatoes. Yeah, yeah. They're good potatoes. Yeah. The mashed potatoes were very good. Um, yep. Overall, I was very happy, and like, she came over like three times. Like right when we started, she was like, "Oh, do you want any more of anything else?" And uh, I had wanted because I gave Sarah the ribs. Cause she loves ribs and I, I just gave her all the ribs because it was only a small piece. So I just gave her the ribs off of my platter. So I was like, Oh, I'll have some more pork belly and some more ribs. And she just brought out just the pork belly in like less than a minute. It was out. The, yeah, the extra. So it was good. The pig one was very good. The traditional one, as you know, is fine. There's the landed sea. And then what's the, uh, what's the third one? There's four now, right? There's a traditional the pig platter, the land and sea. Oh, then it's like the vegetarian one. Right, right. Probably right. is not going to be an option for you, but it was good. And then also what I didn't realize. So I have the, uh, the Disney visa credit card. And I used that. I got some rewards. So you get it like a credit card and you could put your rewards dollars on it. So I had some that were going to expire so I put them on the gift card, and I used it when we played mini golf. When we went out to T Rex, I used it, and a few other places. When we, whenever we were at, on property, I could use it. So I gave it to her to pay the the rewards card, and she came back. She said, "Oh, because it's the Disney Visa, you get ten percent off." So I didn't realize you got ten percent off at Whispering Canyon for the Disney Visa. So that's a little tip for oh, anyone out okay. there. So even if you don't have an annual pass or anything, you could still get 10% off with the Disney Visa. I assume you get something with the annual pass, but... Yeah, still... you still get the 10% on the AP. It's only 10? Yep. Oh, okay. So it was a it was nice, nice little surprise to get the 10% off, so that was good. I, I think I gave her an extra 10% on the tip, so I don't think I saved anything, so she made yeah, herself a, a little yeah. extra money, but that's fine. I don't mind. She did a nice job, and the food was good and everything. So, Did you guys walk around the resort? A little bit. Uh, <clears throat> Yorgina wasn't feeling good. She had like two days in a row where at night, like she didn't eat much at dinner, and she kind of wasn't herself. Like I don't know if she just got worn out from being in the sun or just walking around too much. So she had like a stomach ache, and it, she just wasn't, wasn't herself those days. So we, we didn't hang around too long because I wanted to walk around the gift shop and go down to the pool, but we didn't really do that. Cause she was a feeling we just walked around the lobby for a few minutes and then we got back to the, uh, back to the house and just hung out. It was late at that point. So we didn't even go mini golf after dinner because she wasn't feeling good. We didn't want to push it. So that was it for Wednesday. And then Thursday was our last uh, full day. So we got an early jump on it and we went out and we did, Winter Summerland, that was the first thing we did in the morning because the girls kept asking to go. They wanted to go. So we ended up doing that, played mini golf, and then we went uh, went back to the house, went in the pool for a little while, 
And then at night for dinner, we went to City Walk at Universal. And we didn't have any plans set in stone. We did make a reservation to the steakhouse there. But because she wasn't feeling good, I didn't want to go to like a, a big sit down. And then if she wasn't going to eat anything and then we're sitting there for a couple hours. So we canceled that. And we just walked around and did like little quick serves there. They had a they had a pretzel at one of the pretzel stands, and we got. Uh, they actually had Chinese food at uh, Panda Express, which is so dumb. Oh, geez, Panda Express. That's like mall quick service. Yeah, well, that's what it is there. Oh, is it really? We went into the the quick serve area, and it was a Burger King, a Panda Express, and a welcome in the Moe's Southwest. So you could get like you know, welcome to Moe's. Welcome to Moe's. So yeah. they had that. They had the Panda Express and a Burger King all together. So you, you picked the blind like? you it's to like, go. It's like going to the outlets at Rentham. It's like going to the airport. Oh, is yeah. what it was like. <clears throat> Welcome Moe's. And so you had that. And you know, they had a couple other places. But that City Walk was not. It wasn't bad. But there weren't. Like, there's only like three or four shops. I thought it was going to be like more shops. It's just basically restaurants there. A bunch. So like, it's nothing like Disney Springs. Not to me. They had like the Universal store. We went in that. Um, they had a, a Billabong or one of those like surf stores. They have a Bubba Gump shrimp. The restaurant. They have a Margaritaville restaurant there. So it's like going to the Mall of America, basically, mm-hmm. with all those chain restaurants, which is fine. Um, the only problem is there's no like distinguishing because it's all one. Like you go there. And the water parks are in one spot, and the two theme parks are there, and City Walks just before it. So you have to pay to park no matter what. So it was like twenty six bucks to park just to go there. So it was kind of, I didn't mind because it was a one time thing. I probably right, wouldn't right. go back and do it, but you know, twenty six bucks to park so I could eat, uh, you know, airport Chinese food. Right, right. Wasn't great. We ended up playing mini golf at their at their little mini golf course, the sci fi one, which was really good. They have two they have like a uh, an alien theme one and then like a haunted graveyard theme mini golf. Like very like over the top silly and they were very good. That mini golf course was good and we, we had a good time doing that. Um we ended up walking over to the the we were gonna try to eat at the chocolate emporium, but we didn't do that. Um, but we went in and they have a candy shop there attached to it. We got some, some little chocolate truffles and some macaroons and stuff. Now, how, how far is universal from Disney? About 20 minutes. It's closer to the airport. So it's going back that way Mm -hmm. a lot closer to, uh, you know, where the, uh, icon park is or the Orlando eye or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's right over there. So it's right off the highway in that direction. So it was about 25 minutes from our, our house we were staying at. And we did that, and we walked around, um, got the chocolates, and we headed back. So it was kind of a – we were there for maybe three or four hours. It wasn't terrible. The mini golf was definitely the best part. The food was nothing special, but it is what it is. I probably wouldn't do that again. I guess if I was staying – in one of their hotels and you could just take the boat over or something. Right. Or you're going to the parks anyway, then it's a good place to hang out after the parks and get a bite to eat maybe, but it wasn't, uh, 
anything to go out of your way to go to City Walk. Like Disney Springs, you could spend a long time there. It's something you go out of your way to go there because there's so many shop, like unique shops. And they, I mean, there's a ton of restaurants too, which is basically all they had at City Walk was mostly restaurants. So if you just want to, you know, go to one of those kind of places, that's fine because there's a few good ones, I guess. But no, I wouldn't like if you asked me if you should go, I would say no. Unless you, you were go- no. unless you were going to the parks, right. then I'd say go check it out, maybe try to eat at one of those restaurants, but I wouldn't make a special trip to go just to City Walk. Even though that's exactly what I did. So that was pretty much it. The next morning we uh we left pretty early. We had to be out by ten, so we left at like nine thirty and hit the road for our long drive back, which was not fun, but we made it in a couple of days. Any any final questions here before we uh, wrap my trip up? Uh, no, negative. No, everything. Uh, did did I miss? Is there something that I should have done that I didn't do when I was there? I'm trying in to your think because I haven't done a ton of Orlando stuff. Yeah, I tried to make it less Disney centric. Obviously, we stayed in <clears> the <throat> mini golf and we did Disney Springs, but we didn't go crazy with with the uh, the Disney aspect of it. We kind of. Just did a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but it was just nice being at that, being at that rental house and just hanging out and being able to kind of. Are you take a VRBO guy now? I think so. It's just having that space and the privacy. Like we didn't see another person. You're in the pool, like having the pool to yourself. What a beautiful thing that is. Just hanging. I couldn't have hung out all day in a pop century room. Right, like we just hung out in the house. Right. I mean, granted, if you're at Pop Century, you can go use the pool and then go back. But what are you going to do? Sit on the bed and watch TV? I mean, we had they had board games there. We were playing board games, watching. You know, I was watching some of the British Open, and the kids were playing in the other room. We played Xbox a little bit, and they were playing dress up, and they had all these toys to play with. It was it was nice having that having that space. Really, really spoiled it. But I mean. The thing with the Airbnbs and the VRBOs, for what we paid for right. that eight nights for like twenty five hundred bucks, what does that get me at Disney? That's like Port Orleans, probably right. Because that's more, that's definitely 300, more three cha- three hundred a night. About yeah, a little yeah, just about three hundred <clears> a night. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe Port Orleans. Right, and it's hard to to compare that. Like, if you could say, all right, you're going to be in a... It, I don't need the 2,000 square feet. Like, a one-bedroom villa would be great, but that's, what, seven, 800 a night? Oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Easily. So, would I rather have two nights at something like that or a week at a rental place with twice the space, too? So, yeah, it, it was nice doing that, definitely. I would do it again. I like the complex we were in, but I maybe maybe try a different different uh, community the next time and see see which one's nicer. Yeah, there's but, just so much to choose from up there. There's a ton over there oh, now, yeah. But that's pretty much it. I guess uh, I guess we could just wrap things up for this All episode. Right. What do you say? Sounds good. All right. Well, you know where to find us online at wdwbtg.com on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WDWBTG. How's that YouTube page doing? 
Uh, we got something coming up. We're going to get another Vero Beach coming up. Oh, very nice. And that's at youtube.com. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Um, Subscribe to our podcast, wherever you download your podcasts. And you can also email us at info at WDWBTG.com, Mike at WDWBTG.com, and Gary at WDWBTG.com. Did I miss anything? Negative. All right, thanks so much for listening to episode number 386 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. And I see... See you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you. M-O-U.